0: Of Cthulhu presents a pulp Cthulhu campaign, a cold fire within.
1: So, uh, we are a uh, group of somewhat like minded individuals who are um, uh, members of the, oh why didn't we write this in the notes, the, uh, is it the Open Mind Society, something like that?
0: Yeah, the Open Mind group.
1: Yeah, and uh, that is kind of a discussion group, social group, possibly just a drinking club, um, that meets periodically, um, uh, and and discusses uh, ways to sort of um, unlock latent psychic abilities in, in human minds and some members claim to have psychic powers while others uh, are interested in developing psychic powers and maybe still others are just interested in getting Drunk, um, but we were we were sat around uh, one day um, in May 1935 um, when Miss Missus Melody Sterling uh, arrived looking uh, for the, one of our party, uh, Randolph um, Jamie Randolph. Um, who, who? No, that's not right. Gerald Randolph. Too many Randolph's, um, Who is a, a, a private investigator detective? Um, and she was, she was rather upset and concerned because her husband, uh, has been missing for some time, uh, around a week or so. Uh, he, he apparently came home late one night, said he was going to head out camping with some friends that was supposedly somewhat unusual for him. Uh, he, he then has not returned, um, and Mrs. Sterling discovered that he had emptied their joint bank account. Um, we we quizzed her a bit and she revealed that he had been seeing um, a hypnotist recently, uh, Mr. Ferdinand Argus uh, from Weehawken, New Jersey, who, who claimed that he could unlock past lives, although... Uh, Mrs. Sterling was of the opinion he was a bit of a, a fraudster. Um, the, the husband, that is uh, Brendan Sterling, um, uh, apparently had had some sort of reaction to this hypnotism. He, he, he would speak some strange language and his, his eye colour apparently changed. Uh, so that was somewhat unusual. Um there was also the um the matter of the league of forgotten men so so this was raised as another potential lead unusual people that uh, the Stirlings had had been interacting with there somewhat of a, a a right-wing reactionary group um she had only gone once to one of the meetings but Brendan went a, a couple more times um, supposedly looking for patients one of the the members of this group um, was a former member of the open mind society um, that that was a out it from uh Mrs Sterling so we 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 agreed um that we would help look into the matter of uh, her missing husband um because we we are so inclined we we decided or one of our, our, our number um decided to to try and perform a bit of a séance uh who who was that then that that would have been Actually, has psychic Mr. Randall. Yeah, it was oh, the um, actual detective.
2: Yes, I used uh clairvoyance.
1: Right. Okay, so you're a psychic detective. Got it. Um <laughs> yes, so you 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 did a little um bit of a psychic reading on the wedding ring. Um as far as you could tell, nothing tragic or violent had happened, at least not in the the nearby area. So maybe it's wherever he is, he may be outside of the reach of your, your abilities. Um, then uh, myself, that is uh, Miss Shauna Jimenez and um, uh, Carl Ebb, our resident grease monkey, um, decides to attend uh, a meeting of the, the League of Forgotten Men um, to see if we could find out if any of them remember anything about the the sterlins but that that turned out to be a bit of a, a dead end so the the another group um decided uh, so I think you you briefly went to the sterlin's um residence and, and also the brendan's dentist office, but you couldn't find anything there. So uh, Gerald uh, Randolph, the detective, and um, uh, Maxine Gary uh, headed out to Ferdinand Argus's uh, house. Uh, It's it's both his house and his office, or is it his office that is a house? Either way, you you started at the um, the the back of the residence, uh, which was a, a, a small sort of shed and greenhouse. Um, I broke into the greenhouse and discovered a, 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 a unusual poppy. Um, did you take some samples of that?
2: We do. We have a um, well, some samples, one sample, whatever. But yes, we have uh, we have brought something home, or will. Yep.
1: And then, uh, after after eventually getting out of the greenhouse, um, a bit of an adventure to both get in and get out, uh, you decided to go and investigate the house. Uh, you you crept into the house, um, went upstairs, where someone seemed to notice the pair of you. So, you decided to to hide on the balcony plan. I believe that's <laughs> more or less where we finished last time.
0: That is correct. So um, we start off um, with both Miss Gary and Mr. Randolph on either side of the balcony door. And there's footsteps coming towards and the door opens. Um and since Edwin wasn't gonna be here, since Miss Gary was going to be absent this session, uh uh Mr. Randolph, her and I had a little chat yesterday. So what actually happens uh when the door opens, the camera pans out and you can see Miss Gary concentrating uh pretty hard, maybe holding her fingers to her temples or something like that. And there's a sound from the inside, um, back in the house in that little pass through room of uh, of a book flying off a shelf and landing uh, on the floor, making some sort of clatter. And at that moment, the uh, you hear someone, what the,
3: what the hell.
0: Um, And the person who seemed to be coming outside turns and uh, closes the door, and Mr. Randolph and Ms. Gary hear the footsteps going away from the balcony. And that's where we'll start.
2: I will look at Maxine and say, um, I think we've overstayed our welcome. Let's, uh, let's come back at a more opportune time, lest we, uh, lest we take this to a level I'm not quite ready to yet. And uh, let's try to climb down the outside of the house. Uh, I think you said there was a tree. There may be, I don't know, lattice latticework, uh,
0: there gutter. Is, there are trees on either side of the balcony. So you okay. could try to make a jump roll and get to the tree or you could make a climb roll and shimmy down. There are two columns, one on either corner of the porch uh, under the balcony that are holding up the balcony. So you could um, use a climb roll to try and shimmy down that or um, or try and just jump off and tuck and roll. That's um, up to you. <clears throat> None of those things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds particularly <laughs> uh, helpful for this guy. But, uh, yeah, maybe I'll just uh, climb down and try to shimmy. Yeah. uh Well, I don't know. I guess I'll climb over the balcony and kind of uh, stretch down, kind of dangle from the, uh, the ledge. Maybe that's the way to do it. And just kind of, like you say, tuck and roll.
0: Okay. Go ahead and make a dex roll. Okay. It's not, it's not crazy far. You know? Right. Just try not to twist your ankle. Yeah, that's a hard success. And Ms. Gary makes a regular success. So, um, yeah, you guys drop down off the balcony and, yeah, don't seem to make too much noise. And you, uh, you're down on the first floor. Uh, towards the front of the house now.
2: Okay. Let's, uh, head quickly to the car.
0: Mm-hmm. I end. think you guys parked, uh, down the street a little bit, right? Yeah, you weren't parked right in front of the house, so.
2: Right, hmm Yep. Uh, was there any mail? No, the mail, the mailbox was empty. Yeah, we'll, uh, just get to the car and, uh, come back to the city. I will say, uh, it was a bit too close. Let's, um. Let's go back and have a look at this flower we've got.
0: Yeah, and so it's about uh, 9 o'clock, somewhere between 9 and 10 o'clock at night right now.
2: Okay. So yeah, once we get back, we'll just uh, maybe uh, say our goodbyes for the evening. I'll go home to... uh, <laughs> to Jamie and uh damn it, what was it? Maddie Maddie, yes, Jamie and Maddie, who I'm sure will be happy to see me. have a nightcap and uh off to bed till the morning, and then maybe uh call everybody up after breakfast after a decent hour
3: Very well um let's see. Who might be able? Hmm. Actress, engineer, detective, racing driver.
1: Um, you looking for a botanist?
2: I am looking for a botanist <laughs> or some type of medical doctor Anything. anything. Um, yeah, yeah. Why don't I uh, suggest we all meet at the club if they're open for like a, I don't know, breakfast of some sort. Um Are
3: they if not, we can always invite them over to I'm sure our spacious digs Well,
0: uh, so you don't know anyone offhand that would have more than a passing interest in gardening or anything like that?
1: No, mm.
0: no, no botanists in particular at the uh open mind club um, right.
2: I was gonna try to see if maybe. Mr Randolph Alexander Pell, since he's well, he's an engineer, but he does dabble in the sciences. Perhaps he's come across someone that might be useful, but. Uh, yeah, as far as gathering, should we do in the open mind club or back at the house?
3: It's up to you guys.
2: If the club is open, why don't we just base our stuff out of there? We we'll need at the club.
3: OK. <clears throat> Mm. Uh Mr. Pell. <clears throat> Mr. Adolph Alexander so, Pell.
2: Sorry sorry, <laughs> sorry.
4: sorry, sorry. It's called being muted.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no problem. Yes. So Maxine yes, and I came yes. across uh came across something very interesting the evening. Maxine, do you have that sample? Yes, there we go. Thank you. Um and uh, I'm afraid it's not quite in my line. Uh, I believe this might be some sort of poppy. Do you have any friends or, you know, could, could that might know more about uh, botany or, or I know you science types run together in a bit of a club, an associate perhaps, or know of someone? Could give us a little, little info about this? Can I have a look? Absolutely.
4: No, I'm not. Good with biology, but I was thinking more along. Do I know much about the chemistry in terms of what... Well, you could give me a science pharmacy.
0: I've
3: got science chemistry.
1: Uh,
2: Sure. Let me...
0: Maybe a hard success or a hard level of uh, science chemistry.
4: You could maybe... Get some
1: no, that's a fail. No, that's a fail. Hmm. Do you do you have any associates to... at a nearby oh, you know what? university or? Something yeah, for- yeah. Something we
0: forgot to do. Everyone can go ahead and roll their luck. Ah ha!
4: That will help. You. I won't worry about it. And if
0: you roll under your luck it's 1d10 plus 5, and if you go hmm. over your existing luck, it's 2d10 plus
1: 10. I rolled a 15. I took the lucky talent, so I believe I get a plus 1d10.
0: Regardless. To right. that,
1: yeah. So I want 2d10 plus 5. Yes, I think that's right. right. You. Uh, 18, so I'm up at... 88 very nice
2: and magic points come back after you sleep on it right or no
1: they normally do yeah uh
3: yeah
0: Yeah. i'll look that up to confirm exactly how much but yeah you do regain magic points
1: i think it's something like you you regain them all in a 24 hour period and like you know
0: it's a certain amount per yeah hour i think
1: yeah
5: It's whatever, it's whatever the rate per hour is whatever it would take to get uh, to get all of them back in 24 hours. Gotcha. Thank
2: you, Jim. So, yeah, I lost them when I did the clairvoyance at the club last night, which was, well, it wasn't 10, so it wasn't that late. I mean, I'll just bump them up when we get there, I guess. Uh, What would you say? Roughly eight o'clock, six o'clock? I don't know. How early were we getting started?
0: Well, you use your clairvoyance pretty early on in the day, so. so I think you used your clairvoyance at the club.
1: I did, yes, early afternoon.
0: So I, you should be fine by now. Yeah.
1: Steve. What's okay. your max? What's your max magic points? Twelve, and I'm down at eight.
0: Yeah, so
2: you
4: you definitely get it back. Okay. So um, Max, I. Uh, well I don't know myself. Um we're it's in Arkham aren't we, so York. that's stupid.
0: Say that again, Gary.
4: So uh we're in Arkham, aren't we?
0: No, we're in New York. You're not
4: in Arkham, you're um, in New York? York City. Okay, sorry. Um so but would I have I'd have some I'd have contacts in Arkham at the university, wouldn't I?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, you could make a phone call and maybe get a uh, referral to someone out here. Yep. Yeah, uh, i Then again, most of your contacts would be in the engineering department.
4: Yeah, but they may know someone who knows someone. Uh, Look, let, let me call all around. I may be able to get access to someone. Maybe at, uh, is it New York University? Um there's probably quite a few few universities.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what might be easier, is there someone in the club that calls for all types, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could uh, ask around the club to see if there's any university contacts in the area. Um, Or any of the
2: specialists that are members.
0: Yeah, you um, head to the club and ask around. Or where, where
1: exactly is where exactly is the club, by the way? Um,
0: the club is the yeah, map here, which I can't show you. Um <laughs> so yeah, the open mind group is in like central eastern New York, above Manhattan and just kind of maybe parallel to Central Park.
1: Okay. So I mean Columbia is just across the road. We yeah. could uh
0: yeah, we could head close. out
1: there. I'm I'm sure I could uh convince a grad student to uh to answer a few questions for us. Sure. So that's always an option. How how, how, how many flowers do you actually have?
2: That's a good question. What do we say?
0: Uh, roll a d6 minus one.
2: D6 minus one. So two.
0: She grabbed a couple.
2: One for each yeah. of our rappels.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I I could always I should... take one of those and head out to Columbia and and
4: Be- like, hang around the time. library. <laughs> I was thinking I might go into the library and have a look, but before you take it, um, can I make a technical sketch of this so I can look it up in some sort of um, a botany book or something like that in the library?
2: Well, there are two. Why don't you uh, both just take one? Oh, right, well, uh,
0: you could. If I just take a, a sketch, yeah. Give me a, um, give me an art drawing roll.
4: Yeah, I've got technical. I've got artcraft technical drawing. Oh
3: sure
4: yeah uh zero make zero zero
0: three uh, yeah, which you is make an
4: extreme pretty success
0: pretty good well i I assumed it was an extreme success
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, you make a pretty good sketch, um, you know, use some colored pencils and you get the colors, and yeah, it's a really good representation of what this
4: flower looks like.
0: So I've got two I flowers and a drawing.
4: Yeah, I can take this drawing and go into the library and actually look it up.
0: Okay, so Mr. Pell's going to head to the what, the Columbia Library? Or are you heading yeah, to i uh,
3: I'll go, I'll, I'll a New go York
4: to the Columbia. library. Yep. Um, probably Columbia Library since that's not far from well, where we are and it's a university so it's a good chance to probably have more more likely to have botany unless there's some sort of library to do with natural world in new york i don't know
1: i imagine new york public library would have a lot it's big isn't it
4: so the
1: columbia
0: department of biological sciences is on the north western end of central park so you could take a nice walk up there or a taxi or whatever uh relatively close to where you're at and
4: i'll hit there first then okay
0: and the new york library
3: well there's a good amount of them but uh
0: Looks like the biggest library branch is just south of. The, yes, you're, you're, the Open Mind Club is like right in the middle of where Central Park would be, and then a little south of that uh, is where the main branch of the New York Library is. So.
4: Oh, so that would be closer. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll go there first. And then if it doesn't work, I'll go to the university.
3: Okay. Alright.
0: And what's everyone else doing?
1: Well, I, I guess my plan was to, to go and see if I could find uh a a you know biologist or biology student. And uh uh Sure. Ask for some assistance, so I could I could always do that in parallel. But we may just go and end up getting the same information. So, well, it's up um, to you. You,
3: yep. what
1: you want to do. Uh, what What else are you thinking, Mister um, Mr., Mister Randolph? Um,
2: well, um. I mean, what else do we have? We have Argus. We can look into. Um, did we do much research about him before? We just asked. No ask research.
0: A no thing. research on the background or you know, pub- no public records or anything have been searched for either Leopold Pontanelle or Ferdinand Argus.
1: When, um, so this 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 greenhouse that you, you found was did it did it just have this poppy inside?
2: um i believe so there were just yeah there was um, some uh,
0: there was a small row of other flowers but Mm. like 90 percent plus of the greenhouse was just this poppy
1: i mean i don't know much about gardening myself but that's that's a little strange isn't it
2: well that's why we uh we took a sample it seemed Mm. uh they certainly were specializing in, in something seeing as we do know it's a um and uh a poppy of some sort, an opiate that uh we thought made this may be something he's using in
0: his um mm.
3: uh,
2: hypnotism. hypnotism techniques, yeah.
0: And you kind of connected that before when you had the description from Miss Sterling, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Sterling, of the uh the uh sweet kind of floral Smelling incense that was burning during the hypnosis session that she
1: attended
2: right, right
1: so it is my assumed
2: right. yeah yeah, I hate to assume too much, but it's always best to go off kind of uh have a theory and adjust as you go along it's uh it's possible this argus uh were I not a member of the open mind club and have seen many strange and wonderful things, I might discredit this, but perhaps this Argus used uh, his powers of hypnosis along with his flower and convinced Brendan to come with him somewhere. So, uh, Because we know that Brendan um, went wherever he went, wherever he's gone, which is out of the tri-state area, he went willingly. So uh, that would fit with that. But again, that's just uh, an early theory. should not be locked into
1: that did you did you tell us more or less everything that happened when you when you went there oh yeah yep okay uh, but you didn't so you didn't see whoever was uh, uh at the house do we think this could be the the assistant
2: now I guess let's go to uh, to max for that because we caused the um, or rather Max Dean caused the, um, uh, what do you call it? The distraction, but I believe originally we had said he got a glimpse of Maxine. So, um, yeah, slight yeah.
0: retcon there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you never actually saw yeah. the person, there we but go. based on the call that you made earlier and spoke to, mm-hmm. Percy Langhorn, who was at the house mm-hmm. and got the information that, you know, Mr. Argus was out of town on business mm-hmm. and would be gone for some time, um, that, uh, you, you could assume with a certain level of confidence that most likely the person in the house was Percy Langhorn.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, um...
1: I mean it sounds like this you didn't get to search his office or No, I mean at that was, point
2: hmm. yes, he was uh you know, onto us a bit and the question becomes, you know, do we wanna let the suspicion lead us to uh openly breaking the law, you know, perhaps committing assault or whatever that steps these things up quite a bit, or if we should uh maybe try another tact. Why don't we look into uh Argus and uh, Fontenelle. uh She Uh once Hubby's
3: looking for a few more patients. Um, I guess
1: yeah, for, so from my perspective, Argus seems like there's there's definite suspicion there um the mr sterling seemed to spend a fair bit of time there even when he said he he was not going to as i'm not quite sure what the the league of forgotten men or even leopold Fontenelle really has to do
2: I yeah mean, that's what i was uh... trying to look back over i felt like it was maybe something didn't make into the notes maybe there was a stronger mm. tie that uh, that we had i can't quite recall
0: so what you got on Fontanel was that he had been a short-time member of the uh Open Mind group and mm-hmm. he was uh, asked to leave after some incidents where he was uh, quite argumentative and and uh very impolite with some of the members and and then you got from uh one of the members that remembered him, uh, he gave you a little bit of a description and basically told you that he, you know, when they asked him to leave, he's like, I don't even need to be here. You know, he's slumming it with you. I have found a much better group and, you know, a much better benefactor uh, than you, you know, low end mm-hmm. uh, hobbyists, you know, mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Um, and then he was uh, mentioned, Leopold Fontenelle was mentioned um, in a particularly negative light by Mrs. Sterling uh, when she had seen him at one of the League of Forgotten Men meetings that she went to with uh, Brendan.
2: So was Brendan involved with Leopold or perhaps Argus Brandon being involved with well, you know that Argus
0: definitely involved with Argus because of the hypnosis sessions, but Fontenelle Fontenelle was involved. uh, You you haven't received any information confirming or denying that he was involved with either um, Argus. um, The only. Uh, The only connection there is that Argus was the one that suggested Brendan go to the League of Forgotten Men meetings, and Mm. Leopold Fontenelle was related to the Open Mind Group and the League of Forgotten Men.
2: Oh, okay.
0: And then you were told by that other member uh, at the Open Mind Group that Leopold Fontenelle was an author of some sort of or esoteric,
1: you know, labour. Right. Mm. I mean, all of our leads are pretty weak. We have, we have, let's face it, we're only looking into this poppy because (laughs) we're not really sure what else to do. Um,
2: (sighs) Well, Argus isn't too weak other thing i mean being Mm -hmm. part of the open mind club like i said it's easy for us to give credence to hypnotism and if he you know as we know uh brendan has disappeared of his own accord i think that's
1: yeah no no sorry i agree Mm -hmm. with you in that in that i think i think argus is the more compelling lead to look into so i'm That's why I'm more interested in in that and possibly perhaps we should finish up our research quickly here and then head back out. It sounds like you had unfinished business at the the house last night.
2: Mm, Yes.
1: yes. I'm somewhat eager to to see what's what's within.
2: I agree. I agree. Perhaps we can. um, Again, Jamie. And I, I pat my wife's hand there. Jamie had the uh, the excellent idea of um, uh, having a um, a distraction to have him out, uh, mm. Argus that is, uh, for a business meeting uh, with some questions uh, to possibly empty the house, and yes. uh, the rest of us kind of have our free go. I think that would still be. A great plan for today to, as you say, give us free reign and not force us to <clears throat> rough things up where they shouldn't mm. be roughed up, so to speak.
0: And I think you <laughs> mean Langhorn, not Argus. Since yes. Argus is yep. Not in town. Argus is not in town at all. Okay, yeah. Yeah, right. perhaps Lang- be- Langhorn, the assistant, was the one that she spoke to over the phone and
5: okay, tried yeah. to get
0: him out for a meeting, and he said, Well, you're more than welcome to stop by the office if you'd like, and I'll take your information down. Right, okay.
2: Do we know where
4: Argus sleeps?
0: Oh um, yeah,
2: I was there yeah. last night. The house, yeah. uh, the uh, house that was the that
4: place that's the place you got the puppy. House and mm-hmm. office. Okay.
1: And it okay. seems so, like it seems like Mr. Langhorn is staying there, so.
4: Mm-hmm. How good are you guys at getting past locks? I mean... I can break them. (laughs) (laughs) I did a bit of that
2: last night. But, um, again, it's not something you want to leave sort of a trail of. I'd rather uh, try some other... Well,
4: if you can can wait until I'm um, free from the library... Um, I can meet up with you, and I'm reasonably good with locks. They always intrigue me how they work, the mechanisms inside Well, that makes.
0: Mr. Mr. Ebb's been uh, quiet for most of you talking. <laughs> how, how are you feeling, Mr. Ebb? What are
5: you thinking? With all this. Going <clears throat> on? Oh. Uh, well, I have no clue what is going on. Ms. Jimenez stated, there's really not much to go on at the moment. Um, I, however, am still curious about this Fontenelle fellow. So I will be uh, browsing the club library briefly to see if uh, any of his books are here. And if not, then I will make my way to the New York Public Library to see if any of his books are there and go from there.
4: Also look him up in the um, Who's Who sort of, of New York City, I mean, if what any of names, time? <laughs> I any these names, Tom.
1: Are you still it's... here, uh, Mr. Mister Pell? I thought you'd gone to the university. Ah, well, so <laughs> I, I
0: think I think, so it sounds like Mr. Pell and Mr. Ebb are going to be both going to the library, and then ms jimenez you're heading to columbia the botany i
1: i mean sure only said i have something to do during the day but uh, <laughs> i fear it's somewhat Randolph, duplicated.
2: is pal are you going to the club's library or are you going to the what's library are you going to gary
4: i'm going to the i'm going to the public library
2: Public library with that. OK,
3: yeah. Yeah, the
2: public um, library. Yeah, I think I might. Uh, accompany Mr. Ebb to the. Um, I might do some library looking too, as far as uh, looking into Argus a little bit. Um, not sure what type of information we might need to. You know what? Yeah, I'll look in the library and see if there's anything. Um, tied to the club, you know, the the club records or any, any books he may have written or mentioned quickly. And then after that, why don't I go down and uh, speak to a, uh, a friend of mine in the police force to see if his Argus has gotten up to anything since he seems to be our strongest, albeit not very strong lead. So let's do that then. Library then police contact.
3: OK.
0: Um, well. So, Mr. Ebb, go ahead and get me a library roll, and uh, this will be for looking through the club um, for anything on Fontanelle. Uh,
5: that is a normal success.
3: Yeah, so you can
5: find um, basically a recent index. No, of... I apologize,
0: it's a hard success. Oh, yeah hard success sure so <laughs> you find um one of Fontenelle's books uh, go ahead and give me a d three please one one all right so you find his uh, his first book published in nineteen twenty five it's called Gods Within
3: and Without. And um yeah, it has a
0: reference in the back um that seems, you know, again, uh the name of the publisher is Hithern Press, based in Philadelphia. H-I-T-H-E-R-N-E. Um and yeah, it's uh It's a pretty generic, esoteric occult book with, you know, some wild speculation of uh, kind of a non-standard, you know, set of gods outside of the normal religions. Um, But other than that, not too much information. If you take some time reading it, uh, skimming over it. Go ahead and gain one point in a cult woohoo that's exciting but other than that oh. um, don't really uh doesn't really gain you too much additional knowledge or anything but yeah uh, so yeah it, it but it does confirm that yeah Fontenelle um is definitely a um you know occult cult esoteric knowledge uh writer and He's definitely interested in that type of information. And again, that was 1925. So nine years ago. Yeah, about nine years Ten ago.
5: ago. 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and then I shall find a telephone and ask the operator to connect me to Hitherin Press in Philadelphia.
0: Sure. Uh, one moment, please. And here's some clicks and uh eventually you uh hear some uh, a younger lady pick up on the other
3: line hello
5: hither and press how can i help you ah uh, good morning madam um my name is carl ebb i am with the open mind society here in new york and we are trying to get a hold of one of your authors a mr leopold uh Fontanelle, i believe um uh, in the hopes that we can uh, arrange to have him come give a talk and presentation to our group. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, let me see here.
0: Fontanelle. Fontanelle. Uh, one moment, please. And she puts you on hold. and Wait a couple minutes and she comes up. Uh Yes. Um, Leopold Fontanelle. We've published three of his books. Um... And uh, it looks like he does live in the greater New York area. Uh,
5: so he, and and where did you say you were from, sir? Uh, the Open Mind Society in Manhattan. Oh, so he's pretty local
3: to you. Um, I can certainly get him a message for you.
5: Um, I would very much like to be able to call and talk to him today, if that'd be possible.
3: Well, uh, not usually at the liberty of giving
0: out personal information for our authors. Um, but like I said, I, I, I mean, no,
5: no, of course, of course not. Of course not. Uh, but if you could um, perhaps uh, give him a message to meet me for uh Lunch may be a little too quick. I'm thinking um, for uh, uh, this afternoon.
0: I I can certainly try, sir. Do you have a number to reach you back at?
5: Maybe I give her the contact you. The, I'll give her the number of the club. Okay. Um. Sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh. Very well, sir. I'll get him a message. Uh, thank you. And so you'll just, I guess, wait to see if he gets back to you here for a little bit. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, so let's cut over to um, Mr. Uh, Pell and Mr. Randolph. Mr. Randolph, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mr. Randolph, what are you what, what are you doing now that you've been kind of are you looking here, or are you going with Mr. Pell to the actual library, or were you looking through this library?
2: Um, well, I think what I really want to do, which is more effective in the library, would be to – um we spoke about – with a few people who may have uh, known Argus, I believe, last time. Um, or was that uh, Fontenelle? Did we speak to some members in of the program? It was Fontanelle. Yeah. Um, how – I don't know, I know this is run out of the Bellows estate. Um uh or does the club have is it out of the Bellows household? I'm sorry, I'm I'm looking back right yes. now.
0: So it is um the Bellows household in the parlor is where the okay. open mind club is set. So is there
2: any kind of like roles or I mean there's got to be some kind of gatekeeper so somebody doesn't walk in just looking for a d'oeuvres or something, right? Well it's a house, but I mean, there's got to be somebody. I mean, who normally, something... normally
0: it would be Ms. Gary, but there is, there is a uh, an interim. I mean, Miss Gary would have would have uh, mm-hmm. arranged some sort of coverage. So about um, Argus, okay. Yes, yeah, so, so there's like a some sort of butler. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. You know, obviously answering the door, having people come in. You guys, I mean, there's a separate entrance for the open mind mm-hmm. members. Um, okay so that way they don't come through the main house um but yeah you um so yeah there's there's a gatekeeper so to speak but you know
3: yeah so really speak. really the
0: only people coming to the club are club members
2: right right so i'll speak to uh the gatekeeper briefly and then i'll give a call to a buddy of mine on on the force let's let's do the gatekeeper first
0: it's um, okay. I mean, they're just a butler, so yeah. Okay. I'm going to help you, sir? Yes, Hibbert.
2: Yes. Um, I know you're you're quite uh, quite jaunty man. Um, you know, have, have your wits about you. Have you have you heard of a man, a member perhaps, uh, named? Uh, is it Ferdinand Argus? Named Argus. Argus
0: is the hypnotist. Fontanelle is the author.
2: Right. I was just trying to remember his first name. Ferdinand. Yes, Argus. Ferdinand Argus who uh who may have come in here for some time i know know you see everyone who comes and goes
0: no uh argus has no relation to the open mind club fontanelle was the the previous he has had a previous interaction so when you ask him about argus he says i don't know sir i don't i don't know who you're talking about
2: okay that's fine yeah it says that uh um, Melody thought he was a huckster, but being a hypnotist, I thought he also uh, I thought we had asked some people about him uh, in the club. OK, in that case, I'll just uh, <clears throat> thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, the phone's this way, right? Yes. Thank you. And I mm-hmm. will uh, make a call to a buddy of mine on the police force, perhaps.
3: OK, sure. Uh, OK. Oh. Oh.
0: Um, Daryl. Long
3: time no talk. Phil,
2: Phil, how are you, you, you doing? Yeah, yeah. So listen, I was uh I was wondering uh how'd you like to to jump out for a uh little businessman's lunch, as you say. I'll uh, meet you down there uh pretty soon. I have a little info that uh that I was wondering if you uh you might be able to help me with. Sure. But I'll buy you a drink.
4: Sure. Not a
2: problem. So we've got a uh we've got a person of interest here in a case I'm looking into for a friend. Uh, Hello. name of Ferdinand Argus, uh,
3: okay. it seems to be
2: a bit of a, uh, small con and, uh, just wondering if he has any, uh, priors or any, any files down there on the map.
0: Well, I mean, I can certainly look into it and, uh, and let you know what I, you know, find, uh, when we meet up.
2: Sounds good. Yeah. I'll meet you for lunch at, uh, such and such
0: bar and whatever restaurant okay yeah no no problem um yeah i'll i'll meet you in say two hours sounds good you're the best bill time to look uh make a couple calls and look into uh this argus fellow for you
2: sounds good sounds good you uh you and judy should come over uh one night and play some bridge with jamie and i miss having you by the house
0: oh definitely how's How's that little scrappy dog you had, Maddie? Still good?
2: Oh, yeah. She's she's always up to something, I tell you.
0: Very well. Yeah. I'll well, good to hear from you. I'll see you for lunch.
2: Sounds good. Thanks, Phil.
0: Yeah, no problem. And then we can cut over to um Mr. Pell. You're heading to the library? Yep. yep. Go ahead and give me a library role, please. What exactly, specifically, are you looking for?
4: I'm looking at this point, the first thing I'm looking for is the puppies. Okay. Any, any information I can find about the poppy. Mm-hmm. So that's a 27, which is, uh, where's my library use roll? uh is uh normal success. Okay. Uh
0: so yeah you take um I mean it takes you better part of the morning, you know, probably up until maybe after lunchtime. Um but you're able to look around and you can find, you know, obviously some some books on botany and specifically some you know a couple different books referencing poppies and the different types of poppies in the world and Um, as far as you can find out, um, you can definitely see that there's, there's really no information on any poppies matching this specific diagram or, you know, drawing that you had, the specific, that (laughs) matches, you can't find anything that really matches exactly, but, um, you can confirm uh, what I think Miss Gary had had thought about when she was thinking about it and made her very nice, insane role—that um, this most closely resembles the Papaver radicatum, uh, which is commonly known as the rooted poppy, um, which you know grows as far up as the Canadian Arctic Archipelago um and uh you know it needs a rich soil um and you know it can it's been used you know the standard poppy that it seems similar to has been used for you know homeopathic medicinal needs and, and and other things in different cultures throughout the world but Um, what you definitely can confirm is that this seems to be a poppy that has not been documented, at least in
4: the books that you've found. Okay, well, I think I might have to head up to the university library to see because I'm just, I mean, I'm just trying to think maybe this poppy might have some um, hallucinogenic uh capabilities like other poppies, you know opioids maybe well
0: i mean you've spent most of the morning finding this and cross-referencing this info so we'll leave you there for a moment if you're going to start heading up that way and
4: i'll probably yeah i'll probably stop by the um club to let the others know where i'm going but yeah okay
0: uh miss jimenez you headed up to colombia uh, yes. Botany First, right. department?
1: If I can find that, that would be, that'd be good, yes. Um, and basically just try and latch on to a likely-looking uh, member of the department, someone I can hopefully uh, charm into um, doing some research for me.
0: Cool. So who are you? um Yeah. Go ahead and give me a luck roll.
1: Okay, luck. Luck should be good considering I have lots of it. Um, That would be a hard success, but okay.
0: So,
2: who do you want to
1: find? Do you want
0: to find a faculty member, or do you want to find a grad student?
1: If I can find a faculty member who's amenable, then that would be that would be great.
0: Yeah, oh. sure. You find your way to the botany department, um, and you are able to find a um, Professor Green.
1: hmm Appropriate name. And
0: <laughs> that actually is having office hours um, in their office. So,
1: okay.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Um, I will uh, knock on his door and... Uh walk in, bearing this strange flower.
0: (laughs) Uh, yes. Uh, hello. How can I help you, miss?
1: Um, Professor Green. Um, I I wondered if you can help me, uh... Well, I'd like to know anything you can tell me about this, and I I hand over the the flower.
0: Oh. Um, yes, I don't recognize you. Are you a student? Or, um, in the field? I just and your name
1: um miss miss himenez um yeah i'm 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 doing a bit of uh personal study
0: oh, well very good um yeah i mean i'm yeah i'm sure i can take a look um it takes the flower and kind of gives it a look over and oh mm-hmm. well, yes I've, it seems similar to uh Oh, and Poppy, I mean, I could do a little bit more research and, and testing on it for you, and, and get back to you in the next couple of days. Uh,
1: oh, that would that would be that would be absolutely wonderful. I'm especially curious if if it has any uh, you know m- medicinal effects or um, uh, mind altering properties, perhaps. Mind
0: altering? Why would you be looking into that sort of thing, Miss?
1: If you don't mind me asking. Uh, well, it's it's. For a for a role I'm researching. Uh, oh, oh! What is it you do?
3: Are you an actress? Uh, I I I am. Oh,
0: anything that you've been in that I may have seen or know?
1: Uh, well, that is a question. Um, <laughs> Maybe a production of Aida. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, yeah, I'd I'd sort of imagine that um, I I've I'd, I'd maybe you know maybe been understudy a couple of times in in big productions and uh, but I haven't yet really hit my my big break so okay um, well that's
0: that's too bad. Hopefully I can see you in something coming up. Um, but yeah, I mean if you'd like to leave that with me, I I can. I mean I'm quite busy today, but I can look over the next few days and and do some. Some tests and some research, and let you know what I find out. Oh, that would be
1: be absolutely wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, not a problem. I but yeah, off flash my a head. winning smile.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Go. You know. Go ahead and give me a charm or charm. Yeah. Yep. Let's go with a charm.
1: Yeah. I'd give an app roll if you wanted. Uh. Uh. That is a hard success on Charm, and I should take my okay. sculpture.
0: Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, definitely. I will... Uh, is there somewhere I could reach you? Do you have a number or an address?
3: Or... I, I, could,
1: uh... I leave him... Um, I'll tell him he can contact me, and I'll leave details for the Open Mind Society, actually.
4: <clears throat> okay.
1: Yeah,
0: as soon as I... Um... Finish. I'll, I'll uh, let you know. Well, very nice to meet you, Miss Jimenez. I,
3: I give him a wink as I walk out. Perfect. Uh, all right, um,
0: and let's cut back to Mister Eb. Mister um, Eb, you wait about half. I'm sorry, not Mister Eb. Yes, Mister Eb. Uh, you wait about half an hour, forty minutes or so. Have a nice scotch and just kind of, you know, waiting around to see if anyone calls. And uh, yeah, the the butler does bring the phone in and say, um, "Mr. Ebb, you have a call from a uh, from a Mrs. Uh, Cordelia Fontanel." Ah uh, yes, thank you. I shall take the call. It says hello, hello. Who's this?
5: This is uh Cordelia Fontenelle, As I you were looking for my husband? Uh yes, that is correct, uh, Mrs. Fontenelle. Carl Ebb.
0: Yes, well, unfortunately that no good man. Uh I I don't know where he is. Um I'm actually uh in the process of moving out of our house right now. Um
5: but is there something I can help you with? Um you, well, I'm trying to get a hold of your husband. Well, um, sorry, I can't really help
0: you. I mean, um, he's not home and I don't know when he'll be home. Um, he's just gone off on some, he's left town I for some reason. I, I don't know. I, I, and honestly, I don't care. Um. But and if, it was a if you'd like trip. to, if you'd like to stop by, um, you're more than welcome to 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 leave a letter or a note for him here, um, because I'll be uh, I'll be I'll be gone and and not coming back here. Uh, oh yes, or tomorrow.
5: Uh, that would be wonderful. Thank you. Um, what is the address?
0: Uh, and so she gives you her address. Um, it's in Garden City on Long Island, uh, just off the Motor Parkway. Uh, so yeah, she gives you an address in Long Island.
5: Wonderful. Thank you. Um, uh, Cordelia, was it? Yes. Um, I will be there shortly. Oh, very, very well. Um,
0: I'll, I'll see you in a bit.
5: I will head out towards the address that she gave, that she provided. Uh, and I will stop off along the way, uh, wherever. Oh, wait a second. What, what year is this? 35. 35. Five. Um OK, so I will stop off along the way somewhere and acquire a, a bottle of good white wine. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Not a problem. Um,
0: cool so we'll leave you on your way uh, picking up the wine and on your way out to Long Island um, Mr. Randolph you yes, sir. end up uh, going to meet with your friend for lunch and why don't you Give me a library use roll with a bonus die based on your skill,
3: please.
2: Okay, let's see what that is here.
3: Oh neither one of them are very close. Uh that's a fail. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um yeah, you, you go have a nice lunch with your friend. Uh, he says he looked around. Uh, he doesn't seem to have any criminal records or um, uh, any, any police records of this uh, Argus gentleman. Uh, so he's, I'm sorry I couldn't help, but uh, if, if he's some sort of con man, we don't know about him. Um, but I'll definitely keep his name in my uh, book for the future in case uh, anything happens. And you guys just have a nice lunch as catching up as old friends,
2: sounds good, yeah, I'll mention uh too, just uh out of passing that uh uh Brendan Sterling, uh, the wife's interested in him, you know could be off in a lark, just uh you know if you hear anything about the Sterling fellow turns up somewhere uh pulled over. would you uh give me a heads up?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. No, no problem. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll keep an eye out for that name. You're the best, Phil. How about those Mets? (laughs) Oh, you know, I'm not a Mets fan. Yankees all the way. Or Dodgers, I guess, at this time.
2: Uh, it
0: would
2: be Brooklyn Dodgers.
0: Brooklyn Dodgers, I think. Probably,
2: yeah. Yeah, okay. There we go. Um,
0: yeah, so, cool. Ebbets Field, yeah. You know, he just has, you know, you guys finish your lunch, and he heads back to the office, and then you head to wherever you're going to head to.
2: i take Maddie for a walk at Central Park. <laughs>
3: cool. Uh, and I'm actually going to use a restroom, guys. I'll be right back. One sec. Well, that was... Uh...
4: This is the time of...
3: Go ahead. Sorry.
2: No, I was gonna say that wasn't very useful.
1: But it seems that um <clears throat> there's there's at least two missing people, so that's somewhat interesting.
2: Well it sounds like old uh Ferdinand might be um or not Ferdinand, I'm sorry, Leopold
1: might have just well, run
2: off with a lady, right? Well, he's but you're right, he's awesome. very wealthy he's, with Argus. He's
1: gone somewhere. So, Fontenelle's yeah. somewhere else. Argus mm-hmm. is somewhere else. And Mr. Sterling is somewhere else. And they at least have some connection, so...
2: Why would any of these people want to leave New York? Everything <laughs> they could want is here. <laughs> it's a real mystery.
1: Hmm. Well, maybe if we can find where one of them has gone, we can find the others. Um, yeah. I still, yeah. I'm, I, once we've finished up research for the day, I, I think we need to head back to to the Argus House. And,
2: uh... Yeah, I think so too. I think that's our strongest lead at the moment.
4: Mm. Um... I actually agree going to the Argus and actually having a good. Look over the place.
3: Hmm.
2: Um, Mr. Ebb, Jim, were you thinking of uh, going out there with us, or did you just? Uh, okay, I'm back. Okay. We think of wooing the young lady.
5: Yeah, I'm already headed over to uh, the <laughs> Fontanelle home.
3: Okay. All right,
0: and so it seems like more than likely um, we've got Mr. Pell, who was stopping by the club. We've got Mr. Randolph, who's heading back to the club, and we've got Miss Jimenez, who is uh, headed back to the club, I'm sure. So you three can most likely meet up and Share some of the information that you gleaned or not gleaned from your investigation. And, Mr. Ebb, you make your way out to Long Island. Yep. And you get to a nice, quiet neighborhood in Garden City. Um just off of the parkway, the motor parkway. Um, And it's pretty empty. I mean, you know, despite the depression and the kind of obsolete now motor parkway, uh, there there seems to be a lot of uh, people and houses around here. So um, you pull up to the house. It's a very nice two-story house well-groomed lawn manicured hedges in front of the in front of the house um and yeah you you can see there's kind of like some furniture out on the lawn uh some crates and boxes um and yeah yeah you come on up to the house
5: i will ring at the door
0: and a uh short snub nosed woman in her about mid forties with some dark hair set in curls. Uh
3: said, yes, yes, how can I help you?
5: Hi, um Cordelia. Um uh, Cordelia oh, Fun Font- now.
0: Yes. Yes. Are you the gentleman who called about my husband?
5: Uh yes, Carl Ebb, at your pleasure. Oh,
0: well, uh yes uh i guess thank you for stopping by and uh she brings you in the uh front and then into the living room and uh says yes uh, it... uh so how can
5: i help you sir uh, well as i mentioned on the phone i am looking for your husband uh, leopold um you are having some diff- some difficulty in your marriage you are... Clearly moving out, uh, good for you, I've not met Leopold myself, but I certainly have heard many unpleasant things about the gentleman.
0: Go ahead and give me a uh you can give me a charm, credit rating or persuade.
5: Oh, I shall make that, so that is a normal success on the charming
0: normal charming okay yeah. um, now are you I'm sorry you said you brought a bottle of wine I did you giving that to her
5: I will be momentarily okay uh
0: yeah so she's like uh well I'm yes yes I mean uh, we 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 used to be such a such a happy couple and uh, he's just he's As of late, we just, you know, I've 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 just had enough of his kooky uh, interests of these all these weird, out there ideas, and um, you know, he he just left town. We we argued again. Um, He was acting very strange, telling me how this trip was important i should stop complaining about the costs uh, i i have a moderate inheritance that i had from my parents and you know it's just he's he's just been spending my money left and right and uh, when i told him he needs to stop going on these silly pursuits and trips is just, told me to just stop complaining and that I would be lucky to have him as a husband and that we wouldn't have to worry about anything after this trip. but you know, I've just had it up to here, and then another lady walks in and, uh, and then after they they have I was, oh, what are you coming? Are you helping? We still have to pack the whole upstairs and and you know they you know have a couple words with each other, and she introduces her as her. Sister, um, uh, Melody, well, and they—you know—they kind of start talking to each other and <laughs> kind of ignore you for a few minutes. Well, um, I
5: am—I am very sorry to hear of your troubles, uh, Cordelia. But good—good uh, good for you. I congratulate you on finally making the break. It is never a an easy decision to make, but. Certainly sounds like it is the, rough, the correct thing to do. Um, I do hope this will help, uh, perhaps ease the transition slightly. And I'll hand her the, the bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did. You said you Leopold has gone out of town, but you don't know where.
0: Yes, I he he didn't really share too much about that with me and like i said we we were in an argument i did not want him to leave and spend more money on some ridiculous pursuit
5: i dug up i don't know what completely um, understandable completely understandable um does leopold have a study or an office perhaps i might have a quick poke around yeah and so now with
0: the wine and everything you can go ahead and give me Charmer Persuade with a bonus die if you like.
5: Another one. Ah ooh. Uh, okay, so that without the bonus die, the bonus die does not help. So that is another normally charming success. Yeah. So well,
0: um yes, I mean he has his uh uh his library. <laughs> Um, I, you could have a look if you like. I mean, honestly, I don't care. If you wanted to have a look through there, it's no problem to me. I'm, I'm, I don't really go in there often anyway. Um, so she shows you towards the, uh, um, uh, she takes you upstairs into one of the back rooms on the upstairs and there is two large bookshelves and a desk. Um, and he says, well, I just, you know, if if you'd like, you can have a look around. Um, and you know, if you need anything else, we're just going to be packing downstairs. So, um, I thank you so much for, for your kind words. And, you know, it's nice to see a man who's supportive of, uh, of a woman leaving her husband, I, most of my friends have have been calling me crazy for
5: this, but you know, I've just had enough. Oh no! Thanks. Most certainly, Miss Cordelia, you have my complete support. I'll just have a quick poke around here, and then uh, perhaps I could assist you in carrying some of your things out of the house if you would like.
0: Oh, well, that would be that would be very nice.
5: Thank thank you so
0: much. She says, "Well, I'll I'll leave you to it." closes the door behind her and and yeah so now you are in leopold Fontenelle's library i shall have a poke around yeah so you see the bookcases are pretty crammed full with all sorts of esoteric books occult books um of varying types of quality and age um You also see uh, there is a section that is a set of journals that seem to be. Covering quite a long amount of time. Um, Each journal covers about a year
3: or two and it seems to go back. For about. 30 years. Uh, Okay. We'll have a look at the
5: beginning and a look at the end. Okay. Uh,
0: As you're looking, um, you see some recent journals, but not the most recent one. After you look around, you can tell that definitely the most recent journal is not present.
5: I assume Um, he took it with him to continue his journaling.
0: But you... I do see this in the most recent journal that you have access to after you have a look.
3: This catches your eye as you're looking through the most recent journal. Uh,
5: There's a lot here. So he met someone, apparently a man out of time, whatever that means. Old soul from the Golden Age of Lomar. So he thinks this guy's like a time traveler or something. Yeah. Uh, A time traveler who apparently possessed the body of Ferdinand Angus. Leopold is trying to help him learn how to live in the modern era and return his strength. Uh, That was in August of 33 and September of 34. He apparently, I guess he came back, he, I guess he was in Europe uh, to get something to help uh, Ferdinand or whoever it is that is possessing Ferdinand. Uh, he met with somebody, Lee Saracen. We don't know that name yet, I don't think. Oh, Lee Saracen is secretary to a, to Senator Windrip. Oh, there's a senator involved. Interesting. Uh, Andy Bishop Prang, oh, who formed the League of Forgotten Men. Uh, and Saracen is the sec- Saracen, the secretary to the senator. Oh, the senator is preparing to run for president. Okay, fascinating. February 35, uh, apparently, oh, Leopold and his his boss, his boss in Ferdinand's body, uh, apparently has apparently is planning some kind of war of conquest and was hoping to use the League of Forgotten Men to do so. Uh, Seabrook doesn't support that, I guess. Um, it does have members of the Brooklyn chapter who he thinks can help, but they won't tell it. But he hasn't told him anything yet. Uh, OK. No, oh, I think that's it. Well, so Ferdinand and, Argus and is you. possessed by a time traveler. And Leopold is working for him. And they are trying to conquer something with the help of lee saracen who is the assistant to a senator who is running for president
0: and you also find a copy of each of his
3: books Uh, okay so Um,
0: you find those books. Um the most recent one being one that you seems the one with the most information in it. You could potentially uh read more into that, but it would take you some time. That's yep. just a little skim over uh info for you. You also find various other occult books that you could take and potentially read for some knowledge. Um, You also find uh, there are some standard reference volumes and conventional texts, among which is a copy of Adolf Hitler's Mein Kampf. Um, And then... Most pointedly, on, the, on his desk, you see that there is a stack of books that are pretty focused on lost civilizations and hollow earth theories. Paradise Found by Reverend Dr. William F. Warren. Beasts, Men, and Gods by Ferdinand Osendowski. A second edition copy of A Journey to the Earth's Interior by Marshall Blutcher Gardner. You kind of skim through these and they all kind of, you know, talk about some wild fantastical uh, theories like um, how Eden is actually under the North Pole's ice, uh, some technologically advanced city uh, called Agarti, which is underneath Asia and something of the refugees from Lemuria and Atlantis that now live below the Americas. Um, so, yeah, a lot of hollow earth and, you know, lost civilization research. Okay. And then while you're looking around, can I get a spot hidden roll from
5: you, please? Certainly. Uh, that looks like some kind of success. Uh, that is a hard success, actually.
0: Yeah, so as you're looking around, um, you notice kind of stuck down in the, uh, the footwell, in the back of the footwell under the desk, you notice a little scrap of paper that seems to have maybe been torn out of somewhere and fallen Forgotten down on the floor, Uh, and it looks
5: like this. Book travel for August for Argus to Sauger, Sauje, Sauje, Sauger. and it and it's torn off. Oh, it's torn off in the middle of the word. Okay, right. Okay. So yeah, that's that's what you find there. Well, I will, um, I will listen out to see if the uh, the two ladies are still, you know, somewhere packing. Uh, uh, yeah, then, it
0: sounds like you hear okay. movement. You know, glasses clinking, being <laughs> okay. wrapped in paper, and all that.
5: Uh, then I shall so, shall so surreptitiously surreptitiously uh, take the scrap of paper, the last volume of the journal, and the two books by Fontenelle that we don't have. Uh, I will take a, I will grab a piece of paper and note down the titles of the lost civilizations books, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to take them. Uh, so the two books by fontenelle, the journal, the paper, and I will, uh, surreptitiously take those out to my car and then I will go, uh, help the lady move for like an hour or so. All right. Move, have Move some heavy things for carry boxes, whatever.
0: Well, she is very happy about that help. And um, she says, thank you so much for coming. Um, I'm glad you came, even if it is to look after my um, soon to be ex-husband. Um, and yeah, I'm. it was a pleasure to meet you, sir. Um, thank you so much for
5: stopping by. Uh, It was my pleasure, madam. Um, Perhaps when things are settled, we can uh, speak again. Oh,
0: I would like that. I'll be staying with my sister, and she
3: gives you a phone number.
5: Well, I shall certainly make it a point to call on you.
3: Very well.
0: And uh, with that, I'm assuming you take your leave?
3: Yep. All right, and where are you headed back to the club back to the club
0: to share all of your information? I'll think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, so you make it back to the club. Everyone else is there at the club. After their various activities, and I think that's probably a good
4: place for us to leave it today.
1: Okay, a few things starting to make a bit more sense.
2: Yeah,
4: progress. Indeed. Some progress.
2: Yeah, and so
0: we've got a couple irons in the fire. We've got the... uh, Professor Green looking into the copy. Um You've got your notes here. And uh, yeah, some, some uh, information to ponder until next mm. session.